Hey, when does the show start? Hey, wait a minute. <gasps> First, let's hear from our sponsors. Oh, okay. In just a minute. Love me some Big Steve Boating. I uh, got a call from Logan, who owns Big Steve Boating. And he says, uh, I want to be a part of the BS. I, I, I need some people to come out and go fishing with me. And I'm like, well, this is not going to be a difficult task. Thank you, first and foremost. Uh, but tell me about your business. And he's like, well, you know, Lake Lanier, which, you know, just outside of Atlanta, the boat is docked in Gainesville Marina. So it's a fishing guide service. Now, I've just done deep sea fishing my entire life. I didn't even think about this, but this is great. If you're vacationing or even if you're doing a staycation, live here in Georgia, fishing's huge. I got tons of friends that go out there like bass fishing and whatnot. So his boat can accommodate up to four passengers. Fishing day rates are determined by a number of passengers. Discounts are granted for bad fishing days. Whether you're a beginner or seasoned vet with fishing, everyone has had a blast on the boat. Bait and all fishing equipment is provided. You just got to bring your own cooler snacks and drinks not provided. Alcohol is accepted on the boat. And the person that made him do this was the one, the only Mexico Nate. Nate, you made Logan into Big Steve Boating. Did you know this? I did. He messaged me and said, hey, I've been in construction for 12 years, but I saw you move to Mexico and it just inspired me to do something I love and go and buy a boat. That's awesome. All right. At Big Steve Boating on the Instagram, or you can call him 706-299-1704. That's 706-299-1704. Don't get it twisted. Atlanta Steaks and Seafood has an S in it. Why? Because Terry Smith has got some delicious steaks that he wants to sell to you. So if you're in the Atlanta area, he'll come to your house like he comes to mine, drops the meat off right there at my front door. Not just steaks, seafood and chicken. You name it, he's got it. Hors d'oeuvres. I ordered some, uh, what was it, bacon wrapped scallops from him not that long ago. Absolutely delicious. Now, this is restaurant quality stuff. So if you're craving that steakhouse quality steak, but you just want to skip the restaurant, which I tend to do because I like to cook on my own. I'm a big grill guy. You guys know that. Check out Atlanta Steaks and Seafood. AtlantaSteaksAndSeafood.com. We ship it, you grill it. That's what they tell me. And I know it's true because a lot of people get that meat delivered to them. Feel free to post a picture on any of our social medias, mine or uh, Nate's. You know, we just like to look at your meat, which I know sounds weird. 10% off when you mention Bailey. That's 10% off when you mention Bailey at AtlantaSteaksAndSeafood.com. You can always call them at 770-873-2733, 770-873-2733. Side note, right now, for whatever reason, hard to find some meats. Terry Smith, Atlanta Steaks and Seafood, they've got it. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Episode 41. Is it 41? I yeah, just I think so fucking wrote it down too. I don't know where I put it. <laughs> this is 41. <laughs> this is 41. You start forgetting shit. No doubt about it. <laughs> you know when you turn 41, you forget your podcast episode numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you start out a podcast and you start at one and you're just kind of learning the trade and you get to the teens and you really think you got it handled. Then you're in your 20s and 
you got that shit down in your 30s, you're kind of worried just a little bit, but you know you can't be irresponsible. By the time you get that podcast into the 40s, you forget everything. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, here from the Golden Scissors Studio, my name is Jason Bailey. Uh, In Mexico, they're laying in a G-string hanging from a hammock that is mexico nate hello nate <laughs> hello they called me mexico lane <laughs> mexico Hi, I'm Mec- I'm mexico, mexico lane, lane. <laughs> uh why are you echoey you just turned echoey i don't know are you talking into a mexican seashell no i have not moved i'm still sitting here oh okay do you have the sniffles do you have the mexican COVID? i do not okay i hope not all right have you gotten your mexican booster shot yet no, I don't even think those are here yet. No, yeah. Well, we got them here. You want me to send you one? <laughs> Actually, I'll do you one better. I'll bring the motherfucker with me because, because, yep. There it is. Guess who's coming to visit the Nates? I heard. Yeah. I saw that. That's awesome. Our uh, anniversary. Don't ask me what number. Just happened. 41. Yeah, 41. <laughs> Uh, it just happened, and the prize that I got from my wife was a piece of paper. Well, it was a bunch of stuff in a bag. You know, that was, she was like, these are clues. Can you figure it out? And like, it was like tequila and a donkey and not a real donkey, but, you know, like a little pinata donkey. <laughs> like, I figured it out pretty quickly, you know. And so uh, I was like, ah, oh, you know. Like, I didn't want to burst her bubble, but she had way too many clues. She had, like, 15 clues. And they were all were Mexican-related. Like, <laughs> like, I'm not an idiot. So I was like, by the last one, I'm like, oh, my God, we're going to Mexico. <laughs> you know, so we're coming to visit you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, so, so we'll do the shows from there. That's awesome. I'm thinking of places to, uh, that we can do them already. I want to go... Well, I don't know if we can do the podcast from the Mayan ruins, but I, you know, I've been to Mexico a million times, but I've never been to the Mayan ruins. Which ones? There's a lot. Oh, any of them. So if you're if you're thinking of Chichen Itza, which is the most famous one, that's the uh, that's one of the seven wonders of the world. I think uh-huh. that one you cannot. You can go there, you just can't climb it or go inside or anything like that. All right. Well, have you been yeah. to all of them? No, I have not been to all of them. The, the two I've been to, you can climb, though. So we could take you to one of those. Yeah. Well, I don't want to do too much climbing. My feet are starting to hurt again. And, you know, this is 41. 46, actually. <laughs> episode, episode 46, I'm really going to forget shit. <laughs> <laughs> but so that was one of them, right? And then what else, where else were you thinking? Oh, uh, that's it, really. I mean, okay. I mean, beach. Well, yeah, we'll see what you can do. Yeah. She says that I need to relax because yeah. as soon as, <laughs> yeah, because this is the, you know, the day that I got fired, I went to work, you know, down here in the golden scissor studio. So I was like, you know, I was inspired. I was, I was, it was, I wasn't mad, but I was inspired. You know, I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to create something. And I have the laboratory to create it. So from day, like I didn't take any days off. You know, I just started working on this whole BS thing. So, um, and I've been doing it nonstop, and I'm having the time of my life. Huh? The time of my life. And it's fun, you know. Now I've got some extra hands during the week to help out with some certain things. And, uh, you know, we're getting ready to expand uh, the, the BS, the subscription uh, portion of this stuff, uh, to Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. You know, that's coming very, very soon if I can figure 
what I want to do out so it's entertaining. That's another thing. I don't have to put bullshit out there. You know, like the radio show, you have four hours every day. And, you know, you, you can't hit a home run every segment, you know, especially when you're working with people have bricks for creative juices, you know, or a brick, I should say. So it's like, you know, you, you just some of the stuff you half ass and, and you just you, you go into commercials. You're like, God, that sucked. I, I, I can't afford to do that here. We can't afford it. I will not do this here. And there's no reason to put shit out on a podcast because it's all fucking pre-recorded. Like, you know yeah. what it sounds like before it goes out. And you go, well, sounds like shit. Don't put it out. You know, try again. So if, uh, if anybody's questioning my work ethic, how dare you? Don't question my work ethic. <laughs> Please don't ever question my work ethic. I will tell you on this uh, upcoming Friday show, we have to, well, we're going to have uh, a new better with fuck and it's going to feature Oprah. And, uh, for those that listen to the Friday or Monday Friday shows, you know what I'm talking about. And we have to spend some time honoring the great Dean Stockwell who passed away this week. It's very, very sad. Dean Stockwell passes away. I was a Dean Stockwell fan. You know who Dean Stockwell is, right? And that is, ah, <laughs> oh, God, he's done so much stuff. Um, I, I'm a fan of, I was just a fan of his acting, but I re my most memorable Dean Stockwell time was like 89 to 96 when he did quantum leap with Scott Bakula. He was the corporal. He was his like right hand man. He was his wingman. Okay. I remember I watched it as a kid, I think with my parents, but I don't know him. Okay. He, he, sometimes you might get him confused with Joe Pantolino. Oh, from the Pantolino family, of course. <laughs> Joe Pantolino <laughs> is, uh, you've seen Eddie and the Cruisers? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'm but just, I know the movie because of you, because that's one of your faves. Oh, dude. And one of the very few sequels that's just as good, if not better, than the first. Like Grease 2. Just as good, maybe, in my opinion, little bit better than the first godfathers same thing indiana jones's same thing there aren't few out there that do that eddie and the cruisers pulled that up so we'll spend some time uh there and i'll talk more about the anniversary and uh on friday and how i don't know i didn't do it right i know i did not do it right uh, i did my best and i just i'm not a big anniversary guy i think they're kind of stupid so that's why i never like to do anniversaries for radio shows i just think they're dumb what'd you do are you? We're gonna get into that on Friday, right? Yeah, I want to talk because it's. I, I've got a lot to. It's there's. It's it's a whole long story, you know. And I know the yeah. black clouds just for my black cloud or your black cloud. So it's it's kind of, you know, it's like it's like a month leading up to the big anniversary, and how I, I think I did okay, but I mean, she comes to me with a trip to Mexico. I mean, how can I? There's there's nothing that I could possibly have done to top that. Right. Well, you could have got her a trip, I guess. Well, it's not like the fucking Price is Right where everybody wins a showcase showdown and gets a trip, you know. Like I, it, 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 and then I'll bitch well, why about. Would you? I mean, well, you wouldn't even have thought to do that. So, well, that's not true because you know, you know, one of the first things when I got fired that I went and did, I went and researched uh, flights to Mexico. <laughs> I really, oh, did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I was like, oh, fuck this. Let's go to Mexico. Let's go see the Nates. And, yeah. and then, and then I was like, I don't, like, I, I can't, you know, I, I don't have time. Like, what do you mean you don't have time? You know, because my dream was, you know, and I talked about this openly on the radio show is that my dream was to get fired 
And then the next day, I would I would take that road trip. I even mapped it out and posted it one time on social media. You know, like people are like, God, did you know this was going to happen? Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> it's like I, it, it wasn't a surprise. I mean, if only you knew the backdoor politics with all this bullshit. Um, they did not fire me because I wasn't talented or I was not a hard worker. They fired me because I couldn't fit five dicks in my mouth. That's why they fired me. <laughs> you have to fu- you have to fit five dicks in your mouth, and, and I just can't. I tried to just get one in, and that wasn't good enough for him. So uh, I wanted to take the road trip to L.A., you know, and then take that that uh, four-hour trip from L.A. into Vegas and hit it just at sunset when the lights come up. That's like my dream road trip right there, you know, and then take your time. That's why I went and got new tires on my truck uh, right before, like two weeks before I got fired because I knew it was coming, and I was prepping my truck, my vehicle, to go on this fired road trip. That's a true story. Absolutely true story. You're going to drive your truck across country? Yeah, why not? That's pretty tight. I mean, if you're bringing the whole fam. Like tight, like... MTV wraps tight or <laughs> no, like, uh, like tight on space. Cause I saw when you guys were driving to Florida and I think your dogs were like underneath the wheel well or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's the, it would just be me and Rach. So oh, okay. Ariel would stay here in the dogs and somebody, but see, we can't get grandma to come up because she's got back surgery and the backs. And right. so, so, you know, and like when we come to Mexico, we were supposed to have a mutual friend of ours stay here, but her husband's got to go look for a job and, you know, so Matt, so Caleb and his girlfriend are going to come and stay and watch Ariel. So that's, no, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Uh, and that's the week that I'm relaunching the, my core caddy too, you know? So it's a, anyway, big week. So get to the black cloud. I got a good one for you. This one's uh, a, a carryover from, from my trip to Orlando. Every day we were down, we we're down there for like five days, four or five days. Then we we're there again for for uh, my mother in law. She had just had back surgery, so we got an Airbnb in Kissimmee, Florida, which is just by Disney Lake Buena Vista area. And it's not my favorite place to be. Right? I would never move there. I'd never live there. Neither would you, yeah. Nate. It's just no. It's 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 not a hot spot. Let's put it that way. Anyway, so we're there, and um. So, so we're there and, um, I've like got dinners, like dinners and lunches all planned and, and everything's, but she wanted me to, she wanted to go out and have a nice night out. Cause we don't, you know, definitely during the pandemic, we didn't get to do it and we just don't go out very often. We don't dress up, you know, we don't, don't do that. We, we used to do it more, but we don't do it as much anymore. So we were supposed to have dinner with, uh, my mentor on the last night that they were there Friday night. But he had an emergency come up and he had to bail. So I was like, well, we're still going to go out to dinner. And she says, well, where are we going to go? And I said, I don't know. Uh, this let's pick someplace close by. Well, Kissimmee is a very, very high Hispanic area. So one would assume, which is kind of, I think, kind of odd because I'd look at it the other way. Like most of the restaurants in this part of Kissimmee, all Hispanic. Like if I'm an Hispanic person. I'm not, but if I were, and I lived in an Hispanic community, I wouldn't want to be surrounded with Hispanic food, right? Wouldn't you want like a little variety? You want a little Chinese, you want a little burger action, a little pasta, a little pizza, not 18 restaurants in a row that start with L or La. I wouldn't think you would want 
all of them like that, but you probably want some just to, you know, have food that you're used to and you usually eat. But yeah, you wouldn't want all of them to be Mexican food. Right. Exactly. Well, I, I didn't realize because even when I lived there, I didn't spend much time in Kissimmee. I really didn't. And, you know, the time that I was in Kissimmee, I was going to a destination. You know, I mean, back in the day, day when I hosted that roller jam thing, they used to have this uh, uh, like auditorium event center. And that was on what was then called TNN and then turned to Spike. And then I don't even know what it is now. But anyway, like I didn't that was my time in Kissimmee. I didn't spend much time there. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. FlyingMonkeyFirearms.com. What's that all about? Uh, these are a great group of guys, core group of military and law enforcement veterans that have brought in people with interest and similar mindset, welcoming everyone interested and willing to learn. I love guns, man, but there's a misconception out there. For some reason, people are thinking one thing when it's actually another. Video games, movies, the news media, internet forums have all shaped this misconception and perpetrated this uh this bad information so they want to educate the masses that is us share their knowledge and experiences to improve the world around us i want you to go to flyingmonkeyfirearms.com yes they sell firearms they've got ammunition they do laser engraving which is way cool you can get 10 percent off right now if you mention my name bailey when you get a hold of flyingmonkeyfirearms.com. If you're in the Atlanta area, you can visit them in Lawrenceville, 382 Swanson Drive, flyingmonkeyfirearms.com. And we're big fans of our military and law enforcement here on this show. So thank you guys for your service. Hungry, but don't feel like making your own meal, but you want something really, really good and you want something really, really healthy. Chef Erica Nicole Day, she is amazing. Experienced culinary medicine consultant and private chef with medical and high-end restaurant background. She is available for consulting on meal planning for weight loss, helping out with medical conditions, or strict macros for bodybuilding and fitness training. Chef Erica Nicole Day was telling me the other day, she's like, we get a lot of bodybuilders, you know, because they're putting together those, you know, you see them in the gym. If you're in the gym, you know, they're eating out of the Tupperware. That probably came from Chef Erica Nicole Day. Uh, these uh, options include, but not limited to, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian. It's not a religion that deals with fish, I believe. Uh, paleo, bulletproof, keto, all that good stuff. They do there. So covers the initial evaluation, menu, planning, grocery list, emails, advice, and encouragement, so on and so forth. She's the real deal. Get a hold of her. EricaNicoleDay.com. That is EricaNicoleDay.com. And back to you, Jason. So she just goes on Google and she finds a place. And she finds this restaurant called El Cilantrilo. El Cilantrio. Yeah, trio. Two L's or a yo. El Cilantrio. El, El Cilantrilo. Right? Does that make sense? Yeah. El Cilantrio. Right. El Cilantrio. I'd have to see how it's spelled, but it sounds good. Well, I'll tell you. It's a C-I-L-A-N-T-R-I-L-L-O. Cilantrio. Like cilantro, okay. but cilantrio. Anyway. It's actually Puerto Rican, and I only know this because there was numerous Puerto Rican flags hung everywhere. And we walk <laughs> in, and the menu, the reason why we went is because on the menu, it said that they served octopus. I love octopus. Like, that's my fave, dude. You get me to a restaurant that's got grilled octopus or raw octopus or 
I don't care how you cook it. I'm eating it. I love octopus. And they had octopus. So I'm like, fuck it. Let's go to El Salon and eat some octopus. Well, it's one of those places that the menu is like too cool for the room. They, they're trying to be too fancy for what the place is. Yeah, well, no, it's not too fancy. It's just there's shit that I don't understand. You know, all these dishes started to come out from the back and they're in these bowls and they look good, but I didn't know what they were. They're like these smashed plantain. It was just very confusing and everything was in Spanish. And, and then in little letters, it was in English, which I'd never seen before in the United States. Um, it was just kind of weird, right? Kind of weird. And, and, and when you sit down, the place was packed. I made reservations on Google. By the way, did you know Google bought out DoorDash? No, I didn't. Well, were they partner up or something? It's very simple. Like you Google a restaurant and it pops up, then there'll be just a little button. Like you don't have to go to the, uh, I'm sorry, not DoorDash, open table. Um, the, the open, yeah, yeah, the open table, you don't have to go to their app anymore. It's right there on Google when you Google a restaurant. Yeah. I have noticed that. I didn't know what the partnership was, but yeah, it makes it way easier. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Like really, really easy to get, um, reservated. Did that with roomies the other night where we had our anniversary dinner, which by the way, open carrot over this El Sorancho place without a doubt. The, the music, this, I, I don't think I've even been to a bar where the music was this fucking loud. It was so loud, we couldn't hear each other. I posted a video of me talking into my camera, normal, how I talk, and I project, I get it. You couldn't hear me because the music was so fucking loud. Uh, it, I don't know if that's normal for hispanic restaurants latin restaurants puerto rican mexican whatever you are spaniard that music was ridiculous and nobody had a problem with it except for me you know the white guy <laughs> the only white guy in there um is it like that in mexico are all the restaurants really fucking loud everything's pretty loud here uh but yeah where were you or was there a band or was it just music Two like speaker coming from speakers it was just uh I mean, the place wasn't that big i mean the the it, it, it was size wise. Um, it was the probably equivalent of like the bottom floor of a starter cookie cutter house, you know, just like maybe okay. 1500 square feet, 1200 square feet, you know, something like that. And then, you know, they had tables kind of all over the place. They weren't slammed together, which was nice. And then they had this little kind of makeshift stage in the back you said two, you know, Puerto Ricans up there. I think it was a guy and a girl playing guitar and singing. And, you know, they had like these little, uh, you know, those speak, you know, stand speakers on stand. That motherfucker was loud, dude. Like really. And nobody had a problem with it. And, you know, you can't complain, right? Because you're out of your element. Like I'm in their house. Like it's like, that's how we do it here at El Cilantro. You just don't know, you know, white boy, get out of here. You know, I guess <laughs> I, 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 like I thought. It's like, I'm not cultured enough, but I've been in plenty, you know, I've got, here, here's the cliche quote. I've got plenty of Hispanic friends and I've gone out with them to Hispanic places. <laughs> and I got to tell you, never heard music that loud in a restaurant before. It was nuts. And that's what I was thinking about you. I was like, God, I wonder if this is like a thing where, you know, Mexico, Puerto Rico, Dominican, wherever you're at, every restaurant you go in there, there's blaring fucking music. 
they're all pretty loud, but if you were if you were the only one having an issue with it, it sounds like it was maybe more you than than the restaurant. Oh, it was totally just me. Yeah, because I'm the yeah. Yeah, absolutely yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> I mean, it, but it it wasn't normal. I'll tell you that it it was not normal. Even Rach says she's like, God, it's really fucking loud in here. I go, no shit. And I thought about leaving because it was uncomfortably loud, you know, and, the, and as far as the black cloud goes, it's always picked the wrong place. I mean, that's kind of the theme here for this black cloud episode <laughs> is I look at the pictures and I'll read the descriptions. I never read the reviews. I always forget to do that until it's too late. And I always pick the wrong place. And I say the same thing every time. There's more to this story, by the way. I say the same thing every time when it's all said and done. I go. I go, this is why I don't like to go out. This is why I like to stay home uh, and make my own food. Because I know what I'm getting, and I don't have to deal with the fucking loud, you know, Hispanics behind me playing on their bongos and their fucking guitars. <laughs> well, it sounds like you were close to the band. No. And you weren't. No, I mean. You said it, it, it was pretty small, right? The, yeah, the restaurant? Yeah, but I, court, you know, to, for the proximity of the room, I was not close to them. I wasn't far because the room wasn't all that big, but I was not that close to them. You know, I was probably about 20 feet from them, if not a little bit more. It's a loud culture. They they talk loud. The music is loud. You're probably used to going to like Chi-Chi's or something where it's not really, you know, Mexican <laughs> or Hispanic food. This is this sounds pretty authentic. So maybe this was just typical for the area, I guess. Well, you know, it's funny because the Hispanics. Uh, they have so much energy, right? You know, I've dated right. a couple of Hispanic girls, and they just always wanted to go, 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 go. And uh, they're 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 fantastic, fantastic women. If you ever have dated a, an Hispanic girl or married to one, they're just they're really, really great girls. Um, spicy, you know. Don't piss yeah, them just, off. Just don't cross them. <laughs> yeah, they'll. I mean, they'll fucking beat the shit out of you. But uh, earlier in my career. When I was trying to have all these side hustles before side hustles were side hustles, you know, I'm producing a morning show and you know, I'm not making jack shit for money and I'm trying to get better at my craft and I was not getting the hands-on experience at the radio station at the time uh, just because I, 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 there wasn't opportunities as much as I wanted them to do like gigs and this and this and that. Oh, sounds familiar. I was just going to say, does that sound familiar? <laughs> um, not to say that... I, that people weren't trying to help me. Uh, they were, but it was, uh, it was, you know, kind of like, you know, if you can find side hustles and gigs to help your career, you got to do it on your own. So one of the things, first things I, I started to do was I would go down to downtown Orlando and I would try to sell myself as a host. I would sell myself to do gigs. Now, for those that don't understand how this works, when radio stations, not so much anymore, they would have the radio DJs go out and have, you know, host an event Thursday nights, it's ladies night. And, you know, and, uh, you know, this guy's going to be out there and for two hours, you know, come out there and you get the free magic eight balls from Bonnaroo, 1979, you know, that kind of stuff. So in, in that, you know, that's how early in your career, you make a lot of money and, you know, you get noticed and you talk on the microphone and, and it's fun. I always, I always enjoyed doing gigs. I wasn't getting booked as well much as I'd like to get booked because I was a producer and there was, you know, what would be considered talent ahead of me. So I'd go down there and sell myself. Well, you know, some people, I, I would actually, it would work. You know, I would do the plug on the radio and I'd come back and say, Hey, you know, I'm going out, you know, it's like, and then it was a lot, lot different on those days. 
And then there downtown Orlando, I don't know if you lived in Orlando at the time, probably didn't. They um, they were putting in what's that Mexican, uh, really popular Mexican restaurant in Mexico um, for um, senior, uh, senior frogs, mm-hmm. senior yeah. frogs. So they were putting a senior frogs in. And if you've ever been to a senior frogs um, in Mexico or wherever, it's like nonstop craziness. They got a guy on a microphone. He'll just come up to you. He'll tilt your head back. He'll put tequila down your throat. You know, you've got people running around, whistles. You know, you got music blaring, you know. And that's just, that's the culture. That's the lifestyle. And that's what the restaurant does. So I went for a job. Like, I tried to get hired there. So they kind of, they're like, well, let's see what you can do. And I'm like, oh, man, see what I can do. I can fucking get this shit. That's not a problem. It was in the middle of the day. There's nobody in there. <laughs> so they wanted, they wanted me to, you know, do the... And I'm not Mexican, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so they're like, do it during the day. You know, just pretend like there's people here. Okay. Like, so they put some music on. And I'm running around this restaurant with nobody in it except me and, like, the manager and assistant manager with a microphone pretending like I'm pouring tequila down people's throat. It just was like the worst audition ever. Yes. I think you have to work there first to be able to do that because those guys are really good at what they do. But, yeah, you have to know all the little stupid, crazy phrases that they throw out and, you know, the whistles and all that junk. So you know what what I'm talking about, the whistles and all that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think there's two here. Yeah, that, that's what that's what I tried to be I, like early in my career to make some extra cash, like on Friday nights. Come, <laughs> come, hang out with Senior Belly, Senior Frogs. Uh, anyway, back to this uh, horrible experience at this restaurant. So loud as fuck. Tried to order a vodka drink. They, <laughs> so I said I wanted vodka, soda water, uh, lemon and lime with a splash of pineapple because it's kind of my thing, and they. The, the lady looked at me. She nodded her head. Uh, my wife ordered a margarita. She nodded her head. The lady comes back to the table with my wife's margarita. And she had, oh, she didn't understand what soda water was. So she says that we have such something and then Perrier. And I was like, well, it's Perrier. That's soda water. Okay. I call it soda water. No problem. So she comes back to the table with a glass with ice, a lemon, a lime, and a green bottle of Perrier. I said, where's the vodka? Where's the vodka? (laughs) Ma'am, where's the vodka? Shakes her head. Hold on. Hold on. She didn't speak English at all. Like, like, (laughs) like zero. She didn't know what she only, the only English she knew was what was on the menu and vodka was not on the menu. (laughs) So they send this gay, Puerto Rican guy girl over to the table and very flamboyant, very nice, spoke a little English, said he didn't have vodka. Like, what kind of fucking restaurant? You have tequila. It has nothing to do with the liquor license because they have tequila because tequila goes in a margarita. So why don't you have vodka? Do Puerto Ricans not like vodka? Well, you don't go to a a Hispanic restaurant and order vodka. Why? Are you, you going to order a cheeseburger at a at an Irish bar? Oh, I guess we might. Yeah. You know. I not, would order a cheeseburger at an Irish yeah. bar, motherfucker. <laughs> That's, true. That's true. But you, it, it doesn't really fit the profile or the uh, the genre of restaurant that you're at. Are yeah. You gonna get spaghetti, are you going to get spaghetti at a, at a 
a Spanish bar. You're that's this that's apples to oranges. All right. I mean, we're we're talking about no, you know you know what you, when you go on vacation to any place that's uh, has a Hispanic culture, you get uh, margarita, tequila, you get uh, you know uh, a paloma, something like that. Why are you ordering vodka? Oh, I, I don't. I can't drink tequila. Last time I had tequila was July third, nineteen ninety six. And this guy, Jose, got me so fucked up on tequila in Altamont Springs, Florida at Crane's Roost Park that I vomited, had food poisoning. I can still taste the tequila vomit in my mouth all these years later. July 3rd, 1996. Never forget. <laughs> and his name well, was Jose. I, it's a true story. He's a friend of ours. Yeah. Or was. Yeah. Well, well that was... A- well, how as long is that? 20, 20 some years ago? You gotta you gotta try it again. When you come down here, we'll do some tequila. You probably had the wrong kind and you were in your early mid twenties at the time. Well, you I can t- do it right. I, you I just gotta try it. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. Are you looking to sell or buy a house? I've got the best person in the entire world. She's my wife, Rachel Guy. She's your guy. Realtor, not real estate agent. It's Realtor. I got corrected on that by my wife, who I'm telling you to use to buy or sell a house. She's with Keller Williams Atlanta North Office. So if you're in the Atlanta area, uh, you know, you guys can meet up face to face. There's a good chance I'll be with her because I don't trust you just quite yet. Uh, but if you're outside and you're looking to come anywhere in the Southeast, you know, she's going to help. She's the best at what she does. She really is, in all seriousness, very, very good. Stress-free buying and selling in this crazy, crazy market. Uh, you can get a hold of her just for business purposes, people. You understand me? 404-797-4600. That's 404-797-4600. Uh, or you can email her. I am Rachel Guy at gmail.com. I am R-A-C-H-E-L-G-U-Y at gmail.com. When getting a mortgage, you want a trustworthy, reliable, and always, this is the key, always accessible person. I'm going to tell you about Dave Flashner. Dave Flashner with Stockton Mortgage. Every uh, property that I own, that I bought, I've gotten my mortgage through Dave. This guy gets shit done. That's why I like Dave. I consider him a friend, uh, but when it comes down to business, Dave is the man. So, you know, this crazy real estate market that we're in, whether you're participating or not, at somewhere down the road, you're going to have to get a mortgage. Dave Flashner will find you the best that's out there with Stockton Mortgage. So how do you get a hold of Dave? You can call him 561-951-0984. That's 561-951-0984. Say, Dave, I listened to Bailey. Uh, I want you to treat me like you treat him because he treats me like he treats everybody else. And I want this shit to get done quick, fast, in a hurry. And Bailey told me to call Stockton Mortgage and Dave Flashner. And back to you, Jason. I've tasted tequila since because it's on my wife's tongue when she drinks it. <laughs> you know, because she, like any other woman, when she drinks tequila, she turns into a, you know, freak Rawr. beast. Yeah. She turns into a spicy <laughs> Latino. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so Kenny here, no vodka, loud as fuck, waitress didn't speak any English, and so we finally order our food, and we can't figure it out, right? All I want is octopus, but it's not just octopus. It's octopus in mashed plantains, it's like in these different dishes, and 
you know, it was just, it wasn't simple, right? I want simple. I really do. I don't like a lot of shit in my food. And I like to, I, I, well, you go to these fancy pants restaurants and I, maybe I do want just a cheeseburger, but it's not that it's the, you know, El Burgo grounded beef with plantain. You know, I don't want all that. I just want something simple. So I took a shot in the dark and uh, I said, I want, I want this. So we were waiting and we're waiting and, and this music is loud and it just it felt like it took forever. And then I start looking around at people that were there after us getting served before us. And I'm thinking, I think this is a race thing. I really do. I think I'm, I think I'm being racist to some or whatever it is. I, I, I <laughs> discriminated. really, yeah, just, yeah, that's it. I'm being discriminated because we're the white people that they know don't like the loud music and bitch because you didn't speak English and didn't have fucking vodka. They're fucking doing this on purpose. Now I'm angry, right? <laughs> now I'm angry. Um, I don't have a vodka drink. I got, I think a beer instead, a cerveza, you know, or something. I forget what yeah. I got. And uh, so I'm, I'm irritated. So fine. My wife ordered a salad, which was kind of sneaky because I didn't know she ordered a salad. And I always order a salad. And I didn't order a salad because she didn't order a salad, but she ordered a salad. It gets there. It was hot. It was a hot salad. You know, there's very few things in this world that are more disgusting than hot salad. Hot lettuce. That's gross. Cause squishy croutons. Disgusting. Hot salads are gross. Sounds like a sex move. Give me a hot salad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was on the salad? Not much. It was like lettuce, um, croutons. I think that was it. I don't think there was anything else. So why was it hot? That's, I didn't know if there was some kind of meat or something on it that was no. cooked and then, it, and then it made it hot. No, I think the chef was just sitting on it for an hour. <laughs> I mean, it was so gross. It was like really disgusting. But you can't send it back because they don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like you know, and I, you know, and the whole time I'm just, just I know what my wife is saying in her head. She's like, every time I ask him to pick a restaurant, he fucks it up. <laughs> this is the fucking. This is why he has this podcast on Wednesdays. It's just now I know, you know, I know it's good content and it gives them stories. I've been with them long enough to know. This is what's going in. You know, if like, like if I were yeah. Mel Gibson and what women want, this is what my, this is what Rachel's head. I know it's fine. I, I just deal with it. It's kind of funny. It makes my life interesting. He makes me laugh. I love him. You know, he's special. He's a project, but um, shit like this gets old after a while. I just want to go out to a restaurant and have a nice meal. <laughs> so here's the big kicker. All right. And then we'll finish this up. Here's the big kicker with this horrible experience at this fucking restaurant. We must've waited. I mean, we were there for almost two hours because it took so long for the food to come out. And I am not exaggerating, Nate, when I tell you, Every five minutes, they sang "Happy Birthday" in Puerto Rican, <laughs> in Spanish. Yeah, in Spanish, whatever. And it was like, and there, you know, if I were to guess, I would say, and there wasn't a like revolving door of people coming in and out, right? It's not like a. It wasn't a quick. I, I was paying attention to that. I thought it was very interesting because what restaurants want to do is they want to get you in and get you out. You know, that's just more money in their pocket. Not this place. Dude, everybody was at their table for like two hours. Like, I think if you 
go to eat at this place on any given night. That's it. They close down after you leave. <laughs> like that's all they have in there are the people. In, nobody left. We. It was the weirdest thing. Well, how do you people deal with this fucking music so loud? The food was okay. It wasn't like out of this world great. I mean, I if I don't, well, I'm not. I'm not going to crave that food. Let's just put it that way. But every five minutes. So my point is, is that there was the same people there for two hours. And if I were to guess, I would say one, two, three, four, probably about 12, 15 tables, maybe. All right. And all of them were packed, you know, with four people. So, you know, do the math, you know, four and 60 people. So everybody had a birthday. I kid you not. Everybody in the place had a birthday, except for us. Again, the white people don't celebrate birthdays. Everybody, every five. And, you know, you can't sing happy birthday in a restaurant. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. They, they make up some weird version of it. Right, because it's uh, copy, uh, copyrighted. Mm-hmm. So they, they have, you know, and they're singing it in Spanish. And uh, um, happy is Feliz, you know, like yeah. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Cupianos. Yeah, Feliz Cupianos. Yeah. So they're like coming to, coming to the table and... Feliz Cupianos, Feliz Cupianos, Feliz Cupianos. But it, then they then they went into a version that was like, Feliz Cupianos, Feliz Cupianos, Feliz Cupianos, yo Jorge, Feliz Cupianos, Jorge. And everybody made it, you know, applaud and everybody's cheering and laughing and giggling and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, hey, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and you had to clap every time, too. That was the other thing. Is because, you know, and so you're clapping every five minutes. You got to put down your utensils and you got to clap every five minutes. So, you know. so maybe you did go to the Puerto Rican Chi-Chi's. <laughs> Just birthdays every five minutes. It, it, it was so bad. You know, and like we left and I knew again what Rachel was thinking. So I just kind of beat her to the punch. And I said to her, I said, I, I know what you're thinking. I'm sorry. I go, just don't, you pick next time. You know, you, if we don't know, like Rumi's Kitchen, where we went for our anniversary, I know we're going to have, it's going to be great. Every, at least the one in Sandy Springs, not so much the one in Alpharetta, but every time you go to Rumi's, the food is amazing. The service is great. The people are wonderful. Um, never had a bad experience there. So, you know, and you pay for it too, right? By the way, this place wasn't cheap either. This was almost a $200 tab for this place. Well, they had to go make some vodka for you. No, I never got my fucking vodka. <laughs> oh, it, oh, yeah, that's right. You got a beer. It was not, yeah. a, it was not a cheap dinner. And, I, you know, when you don't have a good experience and the food is just a high, and you spend that kind of money, you, you know, and you're unemployed for the most part. <laughs> you're like, what the fuck? Like, what a bust of a night, man. God, this sucks. That is pretty common though for, uh, for it to take a long time or you to everybody to be there for a long time. So we found that out the hard way because when you go to order something, you know, typically in the United States, you order something, you order a, uh, maybe an appetizer and your drink at the beginning. Then you look at the menu a little bit longer and then you order your food. They want you to know what you want to eat and your drink and the appetizer all at once. And then they take the, um, the menu right away for some reason they like they want to steal the menu from you and then after you get your food nobody comes to try to upsell you on it do you want another drink do you want some more food and nothing it just they just leave you alone and you have to like kind of flag them down 
And I guess it just it just culturally, that's what people do here is they just they sit around and they talk and they converse and everything. Where in the United States, it's get in, get out, get my food, get out, get home. Um, so that that definitely is a thing uh, culturally. Oh, another thing I, I observed: not one person other than me and my wife on their cell phones. I think that's a culture thing. Oh yeah, totally. And that's what I was telling you. Like, I don't really know what's going on in the news or anything. Cause when you're, you're out with people, you're not sitting there with four people at a table looking at your phones. Everybody's just talking to each other. You don't pull it out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's kind of a cool thing actually. Cause you learn a lot about the people you're hanging out with. It's like the old days when we didn't have the talkie boxes and we would look that person in the eye and say, how are you? Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Now you shoot them a text and give them a little eggplant and a peach and say, why don't you dick them a bowl? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very, it was very interesting. When I, I like Rachel, Rachel's like, look around. You know, she's the one that caught it first. She goes, look around, look at all the tables. Like, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. She goes, you see something? You see anything odd? I said, no. Mm-hmm. No. What are, you, what are you talking about? She goes, nobody's on their phone, but us. And so I looked again. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you're right. They're not on their phones. They're all talking to each other like normal people. You know? Yeah. So that was good. Hold up. Wait a minute. Let's hear from our sponsors. You got some issues going on upstairs. You need to talk to somebody. It's okay. Admit it. It's, you know, like this present day, man. It's no hiding behind some uh, tough man wall. You need to talk to somebody. I'm talking about depression. I'm talking about anxiety, relationship issues, parenting issues, trauma, substance use issues, et cetera, et cetera. Look, Ridgeline Counseling, Dr. David Markwell, not only a very dear friend, but he is the best in the business. There's no doubt about it. Ten therapists who work there at Ridgeline Counseling. Now, if you're in the Atlanta area, three locations, East Cobb, Marietta, near the square, and McKaysville, just outside of Blue Ridge. But he'll talk to you anywhere. He can go online. He's been telling me stories of people that have uh, been listening to the podcast that get a hold of him through MarkwellTherapy.com. That is MarkwellTherapy.com. Accept insurance, offer self-pay options, uh, virtual sessions, of course. They're MarkwellTherapy.com. Get that help you need, would you? Biggest pet peeve during football season, I'm in my man room, and the 4 o'clock games, the way the sun is setting, comes right through the freaking window, nails my eyeballs, and kills me for about 20 minutes. I know, first world problems. I got it fixed with top hat tint. And I got to tell you, TJ's amazing, came in, did a bang-up job, also did uh, our cars, you know, right there in the driveway, mobile tinting, auto tinting in the Atlanta area adds style and privacy while reducing heat, as well as 99% of ultraviolet rays. Two front doors starting at a buck 25, full vehicles, 275. That ain't bad. Mobile service available, like I said, residential and commercial tinting. They do it all. Free home consultation. So if you're listening to the BS, you're listening to the Black Cloud podcast, anything that we're doing, Support Top Hat Tent in the Atlanta area. Call 678-761-2360. 678-761-2360. You can always go online to tophattent.com. And back to you, Jason. Anyway, all right. Um, we'll talk to you again on Friday. Uh, I, I, I know I keep telling you this. It is going to happen when we get it all figured out, which should be sooner than later. We will be going to five days a week. 
not necessarily shows on Tuesday and Thursday like Monday and Friday show. The idea is that I want to build a week almost like a network where you have different programming. You know, we'll stick with the BS shows, the Bailey shows on Mondays and Fridays that are more like radio shows, you know, with guests and all that cool stuff. Wednesdays, we'll stick with the free one with the, the black cloud. Uh, this is the OG. And then on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's going to be something different when we get it all figured out, which, again, should be sooner than, sooner than later. Thanks to everybody, all the support, the subscribers, you two percenters are absolutely amazing. I love the chatter that's happening on the private Facebook group for the BS two percenters. Anybody can join it, by the way. Uh, just be cool. That's all we ask. Just be cool. And everybody's being fantastic. I'm starting to see what really makes me smile is uh, two percenters talking to each other just about stuff. You know, whether it's about the show or it's about a news story or a meme and everybody's being cool. So I like that. That's very, very yeah. neat. It's more positive. It's yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> get rid of the negativity, but we're being more positive than the positive people are supposed to be, even though they're the negative ones. Yes, that makes sense. Imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. Uh, and a uh, new sponsor for the show, Big Steve Boating. Big Steve Boating. So you'll hear his commercials. Logan's a great guy. Uh, he followed us over. You know, he made the switch. And uh, he's uh, got an interesting story because, you know, Nate was his Nate was his muse. Nate was his inspiration to leave the corporate world behind and start Big Steve Boating, where he can take you out on his beautiful, beautiful boat and do some fishing at Lake Lanier. Pretty cool. I didn't even know that existed. I just know deep sea fishing. But this guy does it at Lake Lanier, which makes all the sense in the world because Lake Lanier is a great place to get some fish, right? Bass and all that all right. good stuff. Yeah. So he uh, he's on board. And then we got more sponsors coming on board. So this is great. If you want to be a sponsor, you want to advertise, just like you know we've always been saying to you guys, just reach out to either me or Nate on the social media. You can shoot us a message. I think you can message us through the Two Percenters Facebook page too, right? Yep, you sure can. Okay. So, I mean, we're easy people to reach. Um, so if you want to do that and then on this Friday show, we'll, uh, like I said, at the beginning of this episode, we'll have uh, a new better with fuck, uh, featuring Oprah Winfrey. We will spend some time honoring Dean Stockwell. Not quite sure who the guest is yet. We're having some scheduling conflict right now and more of my uh, anniversary dinner and so much more. Talk about Astroworld. That seemed like it was a fun concert. That's why you don't go to rap concerts, people, because of shit like that. Telling you, Astroworld is bad. Rock concerts are good. Or Billy Joel, something like that. Does that make any sense? <laughs> yeah, <right. Yeah. laughs> JasonBailey.com, and we'll talk to you again on Friday for you subscribers. Bye! People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. <laughs> 